What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here uh, in the SD Prep Insider Studios. I am joined by Bodie De Silva. Bodie, say what's up. What's up? Tommy Morris is also on the line with us. Tommy, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am also in line. That's correct. Again, you are always the co-host that I need. You keep me grounded in uber realism all of the time. Uh, we got the Avocado League preview for you. Man, this is going to be, as always, the season-long battle of who is better, Avocado or Western. Carlsbad, El Camino, La Costa Canyon, Mission Hills, Oceanside, San Marcos, and Torrey Pines. That's who we've got teed up for you. So I will just go ahead and cut the intro as clean and short as we possibly can get it. And we will go straight to the teams. Guys, we're going to do this one alphabetically, as always, to avoid the appearance of any bias until people start hearing us actually talk about the teams and then they realize we have insane amounts of bias. Our first squad <laughs> up... I <laughs> can't disagree with that one, huh? Our first squad up is the Carlsbad Lancers, led by Coach Mac Thad McNeil. This season, they open up at home versus Hart, then on the road at Milliken, at Lawndale, home versus Mission Hills, home versus San Marcos at Torrey Pines, at Oceanside, home versus El Camino at La Costa Canyon, and then home versus Vista. Tommy, you want to take this one first? Yeah, Carl's bad. I think I have a good year. I think all these teams are going to be good, so it's going to be a very competitive league. Carl's bad. has got Dylan Quinn on the squad, great linebacker, one of the best in San Diego. You mentioned they're out-of-section opponents. I saw Lawndale play last year at Lawndale. They have a grass field, very good team. So that will be a very, very tough game on the road. They're basically right where right where the – I don't know what it's called anymore, where the stub-up center. What's it called now? Like the somebody, somebody medical clearance sale, wholesalers, union center field. Something like that. I don't know what it's called. Anymore. I think it's something like that. But yeah, it's right around there. So these will be good out of section uh, games to play that to get them ready for what will be, in my opinion, the toughest league. So they, I, I think they're a couple away because they lost the guys, obviously, but they're, they're going to be, I, I would say, somewhere in the middle of the pack of this league. But, again, brutal, brutal league schedule. It's good that they're playing these tough teams from L.A. Orange County. Um, but, you know, expect them to be right around 500 this year. Bodie, over to you. Yeah, I like that they're starting off the year with three out-of-section teams, two of those on the road. That'll really get them uh, prepared for league. And when you look at the league, those first two, Mission Hills and San Marcos at home, that's a big bonus there. Um, they lost their quarterback, Keone Quintana. They lost their running back, Luke Armstrong. Uh, their their top player Asa Turner is off to Washington, so they gotta gotta find some guys to step up there. But looks like they're gonna have several returning pass catchers with experience. Cole Wright had seven touchdowns last year. Noah Vela and Colby Willock. So um, the, whoever steps in at the quarterback position will have some experience and talent there to throw to. Well, I'm glad you bring up the wide receiver. Oh, first off, Bodie, uh, give us a season prediction. I am gonna go. We'll go six and four here. Fair enough. Um, I'm glad you bring up the wide receivers because that is the one situation in which I don't get panicked at new quarterback coming in to run a system. Mm. When you leave somebody yeah. with multiple verified options to throw the ball to, that non that non league non section schedule is is. I mean, to me, that's just cash money because that is strength of schedule argument one hundred and one. 
So yeah, they're going to be tough, but it's also going to be really impossible comps to make if they end up, even if they end up losing Hart, Milliken, and Lawndale games, we won't know how good this team is until six or seven weeks into the season. That being said, I will agree with you, Bodie, and I will uh, aim for uh, about a, a six and four season also, but look for them to be a huge playoff threat when they actually start to have everything kind of hammered out and, and figured out later in the season. Our next team is the El Camino Wildcats, led by Coach Michael Hobbs. This season, they open up at Point Loma, home versus Lincoln, home versus La Costa Canyon, home versus Torrey Pines, at Eastlake, home versus Rancho Bernardo, at San Marcos, at Carlsbad, home versus Mission Hills, and then at Oceanside. One more time, that is Point Loma, Lincoln, La Costa Canyon, Torrey Pines, Eastlake, RB, San Marcos, Carlsbad, Mission Hills, and Oceanside. Bodie, you've got this one first. Yeah, the first thing that sticks out to me, despite it being a, a really good league they're in, but at Point Loma is a tough one to start. We know how good Lincoln's going to be uh, having to play at East Lake later on in the year. And I believe uh, that was the fight that occurred last year, if I'm correct, right? That was the, the game up at, uh, at El Camino. So hopefully everyone's temper's cooled at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough league and they only found a way to get one win. Uh, from last year. I think they'll improve on that. I'm going to go with three wins for them this year, but um, knowing the league they're in, it's it's not easy to just come by wins each week. So you're saying three and seven this season? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with three and seven. Tommy, over to you. Uh, I think last year is going to be pretty similar to this year. Just unfortunately, they're in a league that's maybe out of their reach. Uh, they lose the quarterback. I, I don't know if Zion Jackson is going to step in and play quarterback. He played a little bit of everything for them last year. But they got some holes to fill. Luckily, they do return the two leading receivers, kind of as you mentioned, um, uh, for for Carlsbad as well. So that's always a good sign. But again, just a really tough league, and the schedule might be too hard uh, for these guys. I again, very good team, and you know the way playoffs work, they'll probably end up in it still somehow, uh, and could maybe sneak in a win. But I, I think two and two and eight is very realistic for these guys. One and nine, very realistic. I see these guys as a. Uh a sleeper team in the sense that they are going to be going into the division two playoffs this year. And Oh my goodness. I think that when you play this kind of a schedule all season long, you're going to be set up for the division two playoffs to really fight with, with the best of the best there. Yeah. It's going to be a, a, a real struggle to come up with a ton of wins on this schedule. I do think it's interesting having some really early season league games and then bouncing out of league. So they're going to be kind of the table setters and, and they could very easily play spoiler nab in one of those games early. It's going to all come down to, to staying healthy and, and figuring out I'll go three and seven, but I will go uh, if they can figure out four and six, look for them to be one of the top seeded team, or the, at least the favorites from my point of view going into the division two playoffs this season. The next team yeah, to talk about. I mean, kind of like back to what yeah. I was saying. They could one and nine and still win a couple of playoff games in the division two playoffs just because the schedule is so hard. So, whatever their record is, if they end up in the playoffs, be careful because this is not a bad team. They just have a really hard schedule. Our next squad is the La Costa Canyon Mavericks, led by the one and only Sean Sovacool. Here's what they got this season they open up with no easy task at Cathedral Catholic then home versus Vista, home versus San Clemente at El Camino, at Oceanside, home versus San Marcos, at Valley Center, home versus Mission Hills and Carlsbad, 
then at Tory Pines. One more time, that is Cathedral Catholic, Vista, San Clemente, El Camino, Oceanside, San Marcos, Valley Center, Mission Hills, Carlsbad, and Tory Pines. If you guys don't mind, I will take this one first, and I will just say, oof. Uh, Marshall Euchre is going to have to find all sorts of targets early and often in this season because Cathedral Catholic is a verified, like that is a big time opponent. Vista is a good running team, so they're going to control the ball. San Clemente is a great non-section opponent, and right there you're looking at if you don't figure out the offense early, you're 0-3 early on in a season. So it's going to be, it's going to be big for them establishing the pass. Uh, Ozzie Nicholas uh, on the defensive side is going to be really key for them in, in, in all sorts of ways. But, man, it, it, this could be a team where we we see them 0-3 having to dig out of that hole, but then they end up running the table late. So I'll say 7-3, and three, maybe 6-4. and four. Tommy? I mean, I think it's this is a seven, eight win team. Another kid that I want to talk about is Trevor Gonzalez, wide receiver, very, very good uh, athlete for them as well. Um, he's got an offer from Air Force, so he's probably going to be a Division One guy. So you got to watch out for a guy like that. You already mentioned uh, Ozzy and Marshall, both very good players, both returning. Ozzy, arguably the best defensive player coming back um, to play in San Diego County, and Marshall, arguably, I would say, a top five quarterback in the county of San Diego coming back, and he's throwing to Trevor Gonzalez. So, I, I again, I think this is going to be a very, very good team. As you mentioned, the schedule, very difficult. I think seven wins is very, very doable um, for LCC. This is going to be one of the teams that we might be talking about as an open division team. Bodie, over to you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, as you guys mentioned, Marshall and Trevor Gonzalez are going to have a huge year there as one of the best pass-catching duos in the county. Um, they're always prepared on defense, and I, I hope Ozzy Nicholas can return uh, from his from his ACL injury uh, right at the end of last season. Um, I think the San Clemente game is going to be a big swing one for them. Last year they went up to San Clemente and won that the last second. So if they can win that, I think that'll give them seven wins. Otherwise, I think they're six and 14. But that week one at Cathedral, I mean, they beat Cathedral. Um, I mean, they were the only one to, to kind of beat Cathedral the way they did last year in the whole state. So uh, Cathedral will have something ready for them, I know, in week one. But I think... Six and four, if they can get San Clemente, I think it's a seven and three team. I would also just like to point out, uh, we had something like this happen with uh, uh, with Hilltop earlier this offseason. And um, yeah, 162 guys currently listed on their roster on max preps. <laughs> so uh, fresh legs left and right for <laughs> Coach Sovacool. Um Going to be interesting just to see the the last name I will mention, and, and again I apologize. I apologize, Ozzy. Literally getting your name wrong has stopped my ability to speak English. Um, we're recording this late at night. I I it, no excuses though. Uh, Aiden, Aiden Lippert is the last name I want to drop. Very interesting to see what the next Lippert in line has for this team. Over to Mission Hills now, Coach Chris Hauser. Always got something cooking, and this year is nothing different. An insane non-league schedule to get this one going. At Palos Verdes to open it up, then at Westlake, home versus Redlands East Valley, at Carlsbad, at Ramona, home versus Oceanside and Torrey Pines, at La Costa Canyon, at El Camino, and home versus San Marcos. One more time, that is Palos Verdes, Westlake, Redlands East Valley, Carlsbad, Ramona, Oceanside, Torrey Pines, La Costa Canyon, El Camino, and San Marcos. Tommy, you're up first. 
Yeah, Westlake and Resiliency's Valley, no joke there. Palisbury is definitely a winnable game. Westlake is very, very good. Uh, Resiliency's Valley loses their quarterback, who was kind of their stud uh, from last year. He goes on to go play at um, – or excuse me, I'm thinking of the team. So, but, no, Resiliency's Valley is still a very good team. I'm thinking of – I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of Mary Davis. But, yeah, Resiliency's Valley, very good team. Westlake, better team. So, Westlake's going to be, I think, a, probably a loss up there at Westlake. Uh, Palos Verdes at Palos Verdes, winnable game. Uh, Resiliency's Valley, where they call themselves Rev about the same skill level as Vision Hills. Vision Hills is to figure out who's going to throw the ball. Uh, they have two of the best wide receivers in San Diego, and Quentin Hadnot and Joe Smith. Uh, Shiloh Seau on, on the defensive side, also a very good player. This is going to be a team that I think is knocking on the door towards that upper echelon of this Avocado League, but they're not there yet. I think they'll probably finish around fourth in league. I think we're looking at about a six, six or five win season. But again, this is a team that has a lot, a lot of talent. And it wouldn't surprise me if they shock people and go ahead and, you know, beat a team like a Torrey Pines this year. But Mission Hills, very close. But, I, again, I don't think they're at the, the upper echelon of the Avocado League. Bodie, over to you. Yeah, I think this is a team that has some young guys that, are, that have had some big experience uh, in some playoff games in last year's. Uh, Rancher Bernardo playoff game last year. I know Jackson Oxney as a sophomore stepped in, looked great in that game. Then they beat LaCosta the next week and, and ended up only losing to, to Saints by three. So uh, this is a team, I think, to me, they're seven and three. But once again, uh, it seems like everyone in this league we've talked about is playing these out-of-section games to begin with, which uh, I love seeing, but uh, it's, it's definitely not guaranteed wins early. So uh, we'll see after week three what they are once they step into Avocado League play. But I think this is a seven seven and three Mission Hills team. Uh, you mentioned got to figure out who's going to throw the ball. Last season, seven different guys taking snaps yeah. at quarterback, which that is insane to have that kind of a quality season while you're throwing that many guys out there. But you mentioned uh, late in the season, they uh, had a big game against Saints. Bodie, you kind of glossed over that. No, not not too quickly, <laughs> but to me, that showed all of the signs of what this yeah. team has this year is they take the eventual CIF champion Saintsman down to the wire where it came down to really a, a, a missed field goal to send it into overtime. So you don't even really, in my opinion, you don't put that on the offense or the defense. You put that just on the, it's football, like it happens type of, of category for a loss. So don't call it a bounce back season because you kind of saw late down the playoff run what they've got. But I'll, I'll go out there on a limb and I'll say eight and two this year. I think that this is a team that uh, figures it out very early and gets physical up front and, and provides a lot of fireworks and, and uh, ends up being very, very hard to beat. Over to the Oceanside Pirates. Here's what they got this season. They open up versus San Clemente at home, then at Westview, at San Marcos, home versus La Costa Canyon, at Olympian, at Mission Hills, home versus Carlsbad, home versus Rancho Buena Vista, a little break from league there, at Torrey Pines, and then home versus El Camino. One more time, that is San Clemente, Westview, San Marcos, La Costa Canyon, Olympian, Mission Hills, Carlsbad, Rancho Buena Vista, Torrey Pines, and El Camino. Bodie, you're up first. Yeah, so uh, obviously they're going to have to find someone to, to take those snaps with, with Kyron Beecham no longer um, making plays in the backfield like, like we all enjoyed seeing him last year. Um, I think his younger brother, Cameron Beecham, is going to have a big year, but they got to find a way to get him the ball. 
the other thing, looking at the schedule, I, they play at Olympian. I, that's got to be the longest distance traveled for for a section game this, this year, uh, Oceanside down to close to the border there in Chula Vista. But, uh, I mean, it, it's going to be a struggle, I think, in league again. I think they're probably fifth or sixth within that 17 league. So uh, last year they were 5-5. Five and five. I think it's going to be pretty similar, 5-5, five and five, maybe an extra game there to get them to 6-4. and four. Tommy, over to you. Yeah, I, I got to mention a couple other kids too. Christopher Leahy, uh, linebacker, really good player. Cornerback, Jalen Moncrief, very good player as well um, for Oceanside. But I'm, I'm kind of with Bodie here too. They're just not quite there with the other teams in this league. I think four wins, four or five wins is very realistic for these guys. But again, like I said earlier about El Camino, not a bad team, just a tough league, tough schedule. So when you get to the playoffs, you got to be careful because the record's going to be misleading. But I think four or five wins is pretty much where these guys wound up. I look at this, and the first thing that I like to jump out at is they've got an actual standout, get-in-the-backfield-type defense. Christopher Lee Jr., seven sacks last season. Of their 21 sacks that they registered last season, they're returning 10 and a half sacks. Don't really know still what exactly a half sack counts at. Like, Give them a full sack. So I'll, I'll round it up and say they're returning 11 of their 21 sacks. So... They've got, to me, the one key that you need to, to try and stay competitive when you, when you don't know who your quarterback is, and that's the ability to get in the backfield and at least get your offense chances to figure it out. I think that I, I very easily can see that, you know all of the non-league games going at least a coin toss maybe other than than San Clemente so I'll say at the very worst this is a 5 and 5 team if they can figure out some way to get that offense going wouldn't surprise me if they end up uh, 6 and 4 and then being a a decent seed in the division 1 playoffs that ends up being kind of scary when you get it down into that shortened playoff season on to San Marcos, the Knights, another one of the, a lot of new coaches up in the Avocado League this year. Uh, the Knights this season, they've got at Otay Ranch to open it up, then home versus Mira Mesa, home versus Oceanside, at Carlsbad, home versus Mount Carmel, at La Costa Canyon, home versus El Camino and Torrey Pines, then at Westview and Mission Hills, the rivalry game to close it out one more time. That is Otay Ranch, Mira Mesa, Oceanside, Carlsbad, Mount Carmel, La Costa Canyon, El Camino, Torrey Pines, Westview, and Mission Hills. Tommy? Yeah, this is another good team. I mean, I hate to sound like broke record, but another good team in the Avocado League. They Boehner and Reese, their two leading receivers last year, come back. Uh, Boehner had 543 yards, Reese 481. They both had seven touchdowns receiving. So two great athletes out there on the outside. It's going to be tough to cover. Like, like I said earlier, though, tough league. Tough league and tough schedule. I think they'll end up with about six wins here. But, again, when they get in the playoffs, watch out because this is going to be a very battle-tested team, a very good team. And I think this will be a team that meshes more as the season goes on. So they'll be better towards the end of the year, which is good for them. We talked about the Discovery Bowl uh, being that last game with Vision Hill. So I think six wins for the Knights. Bodie? Yeah, I, I think pretty similarly. I'm interested to see what Coach Stank's offense is going to look like. Um Obviously, you lose Miles Hastings. you got to find a new quarterback to step up, but there's a lot of skill position guys that are still there. Um, that, that Discovery Bowl game at the end of the year looks pretty good to me. Um, that'll be a fun one in the last week, but I think similar to Tommy said, I mean, it's, to me, it's a 6-4 and four team. Um, a lot of talent, and in another league, maybe they win it, but 
I just avocado league's brutal once again, and um, I think there's is like a third or fourth place team within that league. To me, uh, it, it's going to be a mystery who uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with who's going to be the quarterback and how is the offense going to be run. I think when you have literally no footage on a coach, he's coming in from out of the section. You just can't sit here and and draw comps from, okay, well, that's what he did at his last two high school stops. It's going to be hard to know what he's going to trot out there. So, I yeah, they've got good skill position, offensive-minded guys, but it, it's going to come down to what exactly this defense can come up with. Can, uh, can Jake Bolin step up? He was only a freshman last year, but he got a couple of sacks. Can he continue to grow? Can JT Dozier uh, develop better? It, it's going to be... A lot of can that defense get the offense as many opportunities as they as they can possibly muster up, and, and can that defense keep the score low? Because they're gonna they're gonna run into a couple of offenses here that I think are one of those like if you leave them in a game, they'll end up running away with it by the end of the game. I'll go five and five, but. Would not surprise me if they can figure out a quarterback, uh, a 7-3 and three type swing. Our last team to talk about is the Torrey Pines Falcons, Coach Ron Gladnick. Here's what they got this season. Home versus Los Alamitos at San Clemente. Home versus Olympian at San Pasqual at El Camino. Home versus Carlsbad at Mission Hills, at San Marcos, home versus Oceanside, and La Costa Canyon. One more time, that is Los Alamitos, San Clemente, Olympian, San Pasqual, El Camino, Carlsbad, Mission Hills, San Marcos, Oceanside, and LCC. Bodie, this is where you can choose to be objective or you can choose to be biased, however you want to present this. I won't be biased. I'll just tell you what I know. So, uh, I mean, they're losing a ton offensively. They got to replace uh, Jason Hino had a great career. So they'll have a sophomore quarterback, Braden Fowler, Nicolosi. Obviously, you got to replace Mac Bingham. We all know about him. Can't uh, do that. Defensively, I think, <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't. So, um, defensively, they'll be really strong. Marco Notriani, Dewey Egan, Grant Anderson. Uh, so I think it'll be a team that, that'll need to rely on low-scoring games, uh, maybe score a few points on defense, but as we saw with the schedule, Los Alamitos and San Clemente isn't going to going to do them any favors to to start easy there. So uh, I think at the end of the day, I think they can they can find some a way to win uh, enough games in this league. But I think seven and three is is what I see right now. Tommy, uh, yeah, I mean this is a team like Bodie said. I, I'm doing the math kind of offhand here. About four hundred, roughly four hundred fifty carries have to replace. From seniors that is a very large amount that is a lot of carries i mean about half of those are mac bingham but still you know evan galuzzi and you mentioned mentioned haney uh, excuse me so there's a lot to replace there but if, if there is a team that can do it it's probably tory pines it's one of these programs that has a very strong pop warner program as well so kids grow up wanting to play for tory pines so they always have a lot of numbers and a lot of kids to choose from so i'm not too worried about that but again like you said sophomore quarterback coming in it's a wing t system it's not like he's gonna have to throw a bunch but this is a team that we see win passing league tournaments without a passing team, which is pretty crazy. It speaks a lot to the defense that, that Bodie was talking about. I think six or seven wins here. The, the San Clemente game and the Los Al game are going to be very, very difficult. Those are probably the two hardest games on their schedule. Um, but I, So I think those might be losses. And then 
somewhere in the league, they'll probably lose another one. So I, I think seven wins for Torrey Pines is about where they'll end up. Seven and three is still a great season. It's just going to be hard, I think, to to reconcile it with the amazing, amazing run last year and not still see this as a quality season for Torrey Pines. But I agree with you guys, a seven-win team, maybe an eight-win team, if the defense can figure it out. Offensively, when you do run that wing tee, it, you know pretty early on, do they have it or do they not have it uh, at that like elite, elite level? So we'll know pretty quickly uh, what exactly their offense is going to be. Yeah, I, I, one quick thing here. I think it'll be interesting to see uh, with the four-team open division if the Avocado League teams beat each other up or if we can see maybe two teams survive with one loss and both them get into the open division. I mean, otherwise, it, um, you could just have one one team getting in this year. Well, only time will tell. That's the beauty of the offseason is that right now, hypothetically, every last one of these teams could be the open division champion by, well, I guess El Camino couldn't. Um, man, I had planned that exit out so well in my head. Didn't stick the landing. I apologize again, Aussie, um, for completely butchering everything about that take. Uh, folks, Hope you enjoyed listening to two rational, well-informed individuals and myself. Uh, Tommy, Bodie, thank you very much for stopping by. Uh, Bodie is at SD Preps. Tommy is at Real Tommy Morris. The show is at SD Prep Insider. Thank you very much, everybody, for checking in. We will talk to you guys soon with another league preview. Football is almost here. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon, sports fans.